0: Hey, thanks for joining us, thanks for listening in, appreciate it. I hope you're well, I hope you're staying safe, uh, sending our love to you all. Um, we think about you often, we pray for you, and we just want to say we love you, and we're, we're, we're here for you. You know, I'm going to share some thoughts, it's vision, obviously, offering. And last week I shared on vision, if you didn't listen to that, can I encourage you to go back and listen to it? I believe it for a great year, and the year, I, well, the word I shared on there was about standing, and um and we and we looked at the five points that we could um you know make a choice to stand in these areas. I want to encourage you if you filled your card in, keep praying about that, and let's believe for a great year, if you haven't filled your card in, you can receive a pack, and uh, there's a card in there you can fill in to help you focus on outworking that vision. Well, there was a word I shared last week as well, which was solidarity. I really believe it's a year where we need to unite together. We need to be one. It's 2020. 2020 is gone. It's 2021, right? And I wanted to share some thoughts about being one this morning. I believe it's important. I believe, you know, I shared last week in Psalm 133, it talks about where we dwell together in unity, there's a blessing there, and I, Jesus prayed it as well in John 17. I'm going to share some thoughts for that, but I just believe if we're going to be a, a community that's growing, that's thriving, that's you know, that, that's been effective with you know, um, with reaching out, I really believe we need unity in the church, we need to be together, we need to be one. And that, so, some John 17 it says this, verse 20, I do not ask for those. Um, for these only so Jesus is pray for the disciples that they would be in unity and that they would not be harmed and that they would be kept safe um, from the evil one and, and then he goes on to pray this he prays not just for the disciples now he prays for all he says but also for those who will believe in me through their word that they may all be one just as you father are in me and I in you that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me the glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I've called this message we are one. No, we're not, you know, we're not two. We're one, I believe, when we're in Jesus Christ. It says, We are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may be perfectly one, become perfectly one. So that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. Now I want to share some thoughts this morning I believe that can help us, you know, walk in unity and be in unity. But I just want to share a thought first of all on this on this thought that we are one. You know, Jesus prayed here that we would be one. He's praying for you and for me, actually. He's not praying for the disciples of the time. He's praying for those in the future who would believe. And if you put your faith in Jesus, that's you today, and it's me, and it's for those who've not yet put their faith in Jesus. But Jesus gives the, uh, the way in which God can do this. When we put our faith in Jesus, Jesus uh, allows us to be put in the Father's love, and the Holy Spirit makes this possible. And it's the Father, the Son, as we trust in him, and the Holy Spirit that makes us one. We do it by faith, not by works, and we become one. I believe God has answered this prayer to make us one. Now, you and I know that if you've been around long enough, that not everything works together as one. You know, we have choices whether we align ourselves up with what God says. We al- we have choices whether we align ourselves up to work and to be at one with God, but also to work at being one uh, one with one another. So we have a choice, but I believe by faith we are one. So it says Galatians 3.28, this is Paul writing, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. You know, when we put our faith in Jesus and we receive the Father's love, that love that we receive And that forgiveness that we receive through faith in Jesus makes us right with God because what Jesus did. We are now at one with God. That means there's nobody who's better than anyone else, but we're all on a level playing field. This is what Jesus prays, and it's only made possible when when we are put in the Father. Just as Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in him. You know, this same dynamic that is only made possible by God is available to us. So I want to encourage you this morning to be reminded that we are one. You know, the disciples were going to be sent out from Galilee and they were all Galileans and they had their own, you know, their own background, their own experience. And they would be sent into areas. Jesus said they would go into Samaria, Judea and to all the ends of the earth. So they would be coming across people who had different opinions and different backgrounds, different beliefs. But Jesus was praying that they would be one. So even though they had differences in God, they were one. And that's important for us to, I believe, to understand and to to believe, actually, that we are one. You know, you're at one with God right now if you put your faith in Jesus. What a wonderful gift that God has given us. God's grace makes it possible And that's why I believe Jesus prays. Jesus tries to teach us something about the power of prayer, I believe, from this. That actually, it was not possible for Jesus to do this on his own. But Jesus was modelling something that we would work together. As the Father and the Son and the Spirit all make it possible, we too must learn from this pattern. So I want to share some thoughts, things we can do to see a community working together in unity. And the first one I'm going to share is this. And we learn it from this. Jesus models it to us that everyone prays. You know, Jesus models this uh, to us, I believe, because as I mentioned, we can't do this on our own. You know, sometimes we feel weak, we feel vulnerable, we feel hurt. You know, we go through experiences that aren't always easy and they can be painful and it's only made possible I believe for us to overcome when we recognize we need somebody to help us we become dependent on someone else now who would you want to depend on I know me I would want to learn to depend on God God's grace God's love God's mercy and as I lean unto him, then in my weakness, God is able to empower me. And I believe that's what Jesus has shown us, that power is possible when we come to him. You know, um, Todd Davis says this, there's tremendous power in thinking we, not me. I'll read that again. There's tremendous power in thinking we, not me. You see, I believe when Jesus prays, he's trying to teach us something about prayer and about who we are in him. We are not to be me thinkers, but we're to be we thinkers. You know, Jesus is demonstrating that actually his life is not about himself, but his life is about what the father wants. It's to glorify his name, is his motive in all of this. I think sometimes, I'll be honest, when I pray, my motive isn't always to glorify God sometimes my motive is a me motive and I wonder why sometimes maybe I don't get answers to prayer because it's a me motive maybe God does answer me sometimes when it is a me motive he knows more than me but I really believe when we fix our focus on a we thinking a we focus God begins to answer prayer more than he answers on a me focus so I want to encourage you This year, we've got prayer and fasting right now. We've got times to meet together to pray. You can pray in your small groups. You can be praying personally. Let it be a year where everyone prays. You know, in Acts 4, 31 to 33, it says this. This is the disciples, people who've become believers, and they're meeting together, and they've been sharing and listening to what Jesus has done. They've received Jesus. And then it says this, after they prayed, so... After they prayed, he prayed, she prayed, they prayed. You know, there are they they are a we are one kind of people. They're all in this together. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all one of them: the chosen one, the special one, the one who prayed more, the one who prayed less the broken, no, all of them filled. The Holy Spirit. They're all on a level playing field. You know, I believe they were we thinkers. The Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. As Jesus prayed that they would be one and they would be in Him and they would be witnesses to honor and glorify God, I believe they understood that, that they were one. And as they prayed, God began to work in their lives and they began to receive more grace. And it goes on to say all the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that that any of their possessions was their own. But they shared everything they had. With great power the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. One of them? No, no, no. All of them. They were a we are one people. I believe as they began to pray and began to align themselves up with God, God answers their prayers and he fulfills what Jesus has promised. You know, I want to encourage you this year. May it be a year where you pray. You know, just spend some time, you know, may God open the eyes of your heart as you seek him and may you realize that you are one with God this year. May you find that rest like never before. May you rest in his promise this year as you stand on them and may you realize that we're in this together, that we are one. And then it says, sorry, and it says, and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them. We see a response to this prayer. We see this, this devotion that they have. We see an outworking and what is it they do? And this is my second point, that everyone gives. <laughs> They're a giving people. Why? Because I believe they would received, first of all, from God, God's goodness. They've been a people who've received forgiveness. I heard a quote recently, I don't know who it was by, but um, it stuck with me that, you know, God is a forgiving God. He's for giving. He wants to give you. He wants to give you grace over your life he wants to give you mercy that's more powerful than your sin you know the blood of jesus was poured out for the forgiveness of sin you know and jesus's blood is more powerful than any sin the name of jesus the bible says is above all names and jesus has all authority to forgive people i want to encourage you this year as you pray you know, not only be a people that pray, but be a people that receive the forgiveness of God. And then may that love and that forgiveness that God has given to us overflow out of your life. You know, be a people that are willing to give. I want to ask you do you realize that you're truly forgiven? And I know sometimes we struggle with some of these things and doubt them, but can I encourage you to rest in God's promise of forgiveness through faith in Jesus? You know, Jesus realized, I believe, that there was a a dependence on the Father and on the Spirit, and he was willing to go to him and receive what God wanted to give. So the demonstration of this we see is a people that give. It says, no one claimed that any of their possessions were their own, but they shared everything they have. I read that and I think, I wonder if there was someone just, you know, holding something back a little bit in the corner, you know, I'm not going to share my my phone or, you know, my clothes or, you know, obviously didn't have phones, I was kidding. But, you know, something, I often wonder that, but I just love the idea of that. They were one in heart and mind and no one claimed that any of their possessions, this is true transformation. This is impartation and transformation of people's lives. And only God, I believe, can do this when we pray, but we're willing to actually line ourselves up with his will says great power as they um, testified to the resurrection of Jesus Christ and God's grace was with them they'd received grace and now they were seeing grace outworked in their lives so everyone prays everyone gives and my last point is this everyone serves now when we're people that are praying we're people that are giving financially and other things but we're people that are serving I believe it's the very pattern of God Now, I believe it's the very nature of God that we would embrace his nature and become like him. No, it's not a legalistic thing. It's not a, you know, there's not a, a contract that you sign that you come to God. It's just simply getting to know him and learning who he is. And as that impacts your heart... It changes you from the inside out. The very nature of God begins to work, and you know, daily in your life, and it's a journey, but the very nature we take on. And the very nature, I believe, of Jesus was to serve us. He said, I come to serve, not to be served. There was no pecking order with Jesus. He'd stooped down, as I shared last week, the woman of adultery stooped down into the dust and wrote in the dust. You know, he was not someone who was willing to lord his power over people, but he was going to use it for good and to set people free. He was a God who's come to serve us. You know, and as we received that, Service and that ministry from God and the Holy Spirit, what it does is it empowers us to go and to be a servant too. You know, it says that they went with great power, they testified to the resurrection of Jesus, and God's grace was powerfully at work in them. Why? Because they'd believed and they'd seen Jesus resurrected from the dead. What an amazing thing to see! You know, Jesus came, sacrificed his life, he conquered sin and he defeated death what an amazing God we have you know and um, as we just think on those things we have a wonderful God who came first to serve us and because of that I don't know about you but I want to serve him and my heart says I'll go again when I go back to him and I pray he refreshes me and I say let us go again you know um I I was thinking about this, and I was thinking the other day, why, why does Jesus do this? Why would He bother with me? Why would He, you know? And I was sitting, watching, um, looking out the backyard, and I was doing uh, a a bird count. Actually, the RSPB sent out a thing where you could count the birds, and, and and they use that information to monitor the condition of um you know the various species around the country so i decided to do it this year because i've enjoyed watching the birds being locked in the house as you are sometimes and watching them out the back so I, I did i filled in this survey and as i was filling in the survey you know there was lots of not loads but a few birds that came fortunately um and i and i watched some of the birds and as i was watching them i noted them down each one of them and as i looked at the piece of paper it said on the piece of paper make sure you record everyone even the one even if you don't get any make sure you put zero and it says cuz every one counts and i think if i'm honest that is the very reason why jesus came you know he's praying in john 17 i do not ask for these only the disciples, those who were close to him, those who he loved, but he was thinking about others. He was a we thinker, his mind was on those who were yet to come but would one day believe. He was his mind was on those who, who would be lost, who would be broken, who would be hurting, those who were bound by sin, those who have low self self-esteem, those who are poor in spirit. Jesus is thinking of them, he's praying for them before he goes to the cross. Why? Because everyone counts everyone counts. God looks at the sparrow, it says, and he values the sparrow. You know, the sparrow in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it was a bird that had low value. It was looked at as insignificant, yet Jesus, when he comes, points it out and says, this is precious. I value even the sparrow. You know, it's like each one of us, sometimes we don't think good of ourselves. We wonder why. We don't think we're very good or we're inadequate or I want to encourage you this year. Refuse that thinking. Stop me thinking, and let's be a we thinker. We thinkers they go back to Jesus, and they recognise what Jesus did at the cross. The, The Jesus's sacrifice at the cross defeats sin, and it defeats death. That's where we're to go. And as you do that this year, I pray that by the Holy Spirit He would reveal to you more of His love. He would reveal to you that we are one, that you are at peace with God, you are at rest with God, and you would be the. The people then that come together and pray you would be a people that give you would be a people that serve and we would be a people that first and foremost realize the heart of God that everyone counts now I'm believing this year it's going to be a year where we see people come to faith as we share the love of God You know, I want to do, as I've mentioned, community work. I want to, you know, look at doing different things for those who are maybe going through difficulties right now. You know, and I've got to be honest, I think about it at times, it makes me a bit nervous. I'm sure like many of you, where you do new things. But I really believe it's the very heart of God to have compassion on those who maybe are lost or maybe hungry or thirsty. Whatever it is, God wants us to reach out. You know, as we receive this offering, I'm believing that we're going to do some great community work as we step out this year. But it's not just going to take me to do it, you know, or even one other person. It's going to take we that do it. It's going to take us to be we are one people. We are for this. We are in it. We are willing to pray. We are willing to give. We are willing to serve. Why? Because everyone counts. I hope you hear my heart today. It's not about the money. We're going to receive a vision offering in a minute, but it's not about the money. It's about our hearts and our minds being in this, being lined up to God and being on board with God's mission. Let us be a people this year that say, come on, let's stand together. We are one because what Jesus did. Jesus loved you. He died for you. And because of that, we want to celebrate and share the love of God this year in the things that we do and give, but also in our words and the good news of Jesus that we can share. May it be a year where you grow in confidence and believe like never before the gospel and be willing to share about the love of God and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. challenges us all. It challenges me. I'm going to pray now and then we're going to receive an offering. I'm going to share some things that you can do to, to make that happen. Now I shared a scripture last week about Paul in spite of all his difficulties he said in Romans 8 he said that he had an overwhelming victory. You know that overwhelming victory is only found when we're in Christ. Jesus knew it when he prayed for the disciples that they would be in him and they would realize who they are in him. It's not an individual thing, it's a corporate thing. It's a thing that we do when we come together. I want to pray right now that you would realize that you are secure in God, that there is overwhelming victory available in and through Him, as we put our faith in Him. So Jesus, I come right now to You. We come right now to You. Wherever you are right now, I want to encourage you. Just say, "I come to You right now, Jesus." We come to you right now Jesus. I thank you that you prayed for me and I thank you that you interceded for us. You stood in the gap and you appealed to the Father that we would be in you and I thank you that by faith we are in you. I pray that you would refresh us, you would fill us, you would open our eyes to see more of your love this year. Help us to see those who are in need and be a voice for those and to stand with them this year Father. Whether that's in prayer, whether that's in giving, in serving or just standing alongside someone and hugging someone when we can. I pray that this year when we would be a we are one people. Jesus I thank you for the cross. I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you that you've paid the price through your blood and you offer forgiveness. And Jesus, I pray right now for people that are listening that don't know your love. Father, I pray they can choose to put their faith in you. And as they do that, believe in their hearts. As they confess that you are the Son of God and you offer forgiveness. I pray that they would receive you in Jesus' name. You can receive the Holy Spirit now and be made right with God. So Jesus, I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you for your love. Father, I pray for each one of us to to just be encouraged this year that we are a part of a family. We're not alone. You never leave us. And you'll never forsake us. And we can rest in you. Amen. So now we're going to receive an offering. I want to thank you for your generosity over the year. Um, it's great being a part of a generous church. And I, I know we'll have a generous offering today. You know, you do wonder sometimes if we should do this when we're online, wait for go back in the building. But I believe God is the same yesterday to, to, and forever. And I believe he's still doing a work in your life now. And uh, being in lockdown doesn't stop us. So we want you to do it and to, to, to and believe for a great offering. So this is what you can do, there's a button that you can click on, there's a link, it takes you to our website, there's bank details on there, if you want to just give an offering today, that would be great, you can take the bank details, fill that in and send us an offering, that would be wonderful. And can I ask, when you send your offering, just write vision offering on it so we know, and. Don't get it muddled up with any of your other offerings. We want to try and keep it separate. That would be great. Um, also, if you want to do an IOU, there's a form that you can fill in on there. If you fill it in, just let us know what amount you want to give and how you want to give it. That would be really helpful as well. And I'm aware some people do that monthly, which is brilliant. Um, and also, if you want to send a check there's the uh, address of the church there, you can send that in. Um, that would be great. Um, Two more things before you go. Sorry, I've given you one. Make sure you write a vision offering on it. The second thing is this. We can claim, obviously many of you do this, but if you don't, um, we can claim gift aid through if you're a taxpayer. So if you could fill in the form there, that would be wonderful. We can claim and get off the government your tax back. Uh, That would be absolutely amazing. So please do that. Make that effort. It's it makes such a difference when you do that. So I'm believing for a great offering. I'm going to pray. I'm going to finish, and then I want you to just embrace this next song as we stand together and declare that we are one. And let's journey praying for each other, and let's pray uh, journey giving. Let's pray serving this year. So Father, I thank you for this offering. We receive it in the name of Jesus. Father, may it bring glory to you. As we look to reach out to others this year, Father, we honor you as Jesus said He wants to bring glory to you. May we honor you with all that you've given us. Give us the wisdom, Father, this year. We ask in the name of Jesus, Father. May we see people come to you as we reach out We're in all different ministries, whether Alpha, in kids, in youth, YA, whatever it is this year. As we pray and spend time seeking you, may we use what you've given us, Father, whether our finance. Or our time, our gifts, may it be a year where we see your name glorified in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare that we are one through faith in Jesus. Father, help us to outwork outwork that unity this year as we line ourselves up with your purpose. May we be a people that know your love and share your love in Jesus' name. Amen.